Health Health Quest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM 560. The answer. It's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne, wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you, well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. Our adventure guide, he is ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's the clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host. Host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hey, Dr. K. How you doing, Alex? How you doing? You know, I have a question. Does Western medicine, as we know it today, uh, does it actually make people like you and me, does it really make us live longer? That's the question. I mean, over time, along the way, modern medicine has surely been extending the human lifespan for hundreds of years, right? I mean, hasn't it? Or maybe not. Longevity, up to us or them? For me, as the song goes, uh, <laughs> I just want to live while I'm alive. I really do. That, uh, that is a, uh, a great theme in my life. You know, while I'm alive, I, I want to live while I'm alive. Um, years ago, a, a patient was considering a major move to a southern state. He went back and forth for different interviews. Uh, eventually, I understood that he, he, he brought his, his wife with him on one of their uh, visits down south there, checking out this, this job, this position. And from what I understand, uh, they were looking at the Schools, the churches, uh, medical services, etc. Um, but since that day, uh, I just found it interesting that they were willing to investigate the area, not just the job, but the area, the, the schools, the churches, and the you know, medical services and so. Um, but since then, that same theme has become more prevalent to my ears when I, when I hear it time and time again. Uh, where, where people are wondering what it's like wherever they're going. It, it, they just don't want to move somewhere. They want to know. And, and more recently, I'm hearing people say, you know, they want to be close to medical services. They want to be close to the hospitals. You know, I, I notice even on the brochures uh, with some of these, these living situations, these independent living communities, where just, on, you know, in the brochures, it says we're just a block away from the hospital, you know, or medical services, whatever. I, and, and I just wonder with respect to, you know, our longevity, you know, is it up to us or, or them, you know, someone else? As much as I want to live while I'm alive, um, the choice, I think, is more ours than theirs. But I, I believe at the same time, some of us have 
left ourselves leaning on the door, if you will. Meaning that if, if I screw up or if I need help, I've got the rescue squad there. You know, I got the 911. I got the hospital with all the, touting all the services as they, as they compete with each other, don't you know? Back to my original question, does, does Western medicine as we know it today, does it uh, actually make us live longer? Does it allow for a longer life? Now, the assumption I would have made had you talked to me through the years, even work, you know, working as a health practitioner, I would say, well, certainly, of course it has. All the innovations of, of science do the same. You know, we would assume, right? Well, the truth is, our early ancestors didn't all die at 30. You see, one of the ways for us to support our position of modern days is to say, well, those, you know, those that lived, you know, long ago, they didn't have it too swift either. You know, our ancestors probably died at 30. And, and medical sciences have, you know, is there for us. But today I want to mention and bring up how little medicine has really helped us, less than you think. When I was a kid, they kept talking about breakthroughs in science. You know, breakthroughs abounding everywhere. So again, the assumption was, I'm going to get on that conveyor belt and go with it. After all, over time, along the way, modern medicine has surely been extending the human lifespan for hundreds of years, hasn't it? Let's go back to the hunters and gatherers. They all died when they were, what, 30? Yeah, the Neanderthals, as we once were. Many imagine that humans in the past all died young, and that thanks to medical science of today, people are now living longer and longer, and, and soon, any day now, we're going to get to 125 years old. And by the way, there was a guy, uh, I read about him yesterday, 109 years old, and he's, he's driving, he's, they say perfect health, no cancer, no heart disease. So it does happen that people get there. It is true that we may outlive our ancestors, but will, or I should say, do doctors and pills, do they really extend our lives? Hmm. But it's maybe not as we've been told. According to Jan Viag, a genetics professor at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York, states, and I quote, in the grand scheme of human longevity, the contribution of modern medicine is minor. In fact, it's barely moved the needle. Now, how does that square with you and I thinking that 30 years old is tops for the Neanderthal and we're getting into our 70s? You know, we would say, how, can that, how could that be true? You see, thousands of years ago, all humans were hunters and gatherers. We all, and life expectancy for those ancestors was, was say, low in the 30s or so. But back then, and for most of human history, it was common for babies and children to die at, at young ages, never to get to adulthood, not to survive. And that, of course, drove down the average age of death. We're really not really certain how long these people truly lived compared with the statistics that we, that we keep today. But people who survived childhood likely live, now get this, I know it's going to be surprising because it shook my world too as I've been learning this through the years. People who survived childhood way, way back then were likely to have lived 68 to 78 years of age. Of course, that was 
I'm quoting from Michael Gervin, an anthropologist at UC Santa Barbara who studies the hunter-gatherer lifespan. And the new book that I've got coming out, which I'm excited about for you to pre-order, The Caveman Way to Getting Healthier, on Neanderthal's Guide for Regaining Health Naturally. You know, sometimes we need to study what other countries are doing that they're living longer than we are. And sometimes we need to go back to go forward to study what maybe maybe unintentionally uh, was lived out in a lifestyle with people of antiquity. So, I mean, I find that very shocking that people who did survive childhood were likely to live into their 60s and 70s, you know, way long ago. But now, in today's world, we're talking more than 10,000 years later. <laughs> okay, this you got to get this now. The 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 numbers are are no different. Isn't that interesting? 10,000 years after the Neanderthals traveled around hunting and gathering, and we're truly not living any longer. We may be extending life as in we can help you not get dead so quick, but is that a life to live? As I said before, longevity, is it up to us or, or, or them, as in technology? For me, I, I just want to live while I'm alive. That's, that's, that, that's it for me. The average person can expect to live 71.4 years, says the World Health Organization, based on 2016 statistics. And of course, if you've been listening to the news lately, when I think of anything coming from the World Health Organization, <laughs> I'm, I'm not thinking, you know, it's to, I, not for me. And then in the U.S., the Centers for Disease Control, <laughs> yeah, they put a life expectancy of 78.6 years in 2017. And they... The World Health Organization estimates the um, the American life expectancies is a bit lower. <laughs> I, I don't know who to believe about my, myself. I don't know who to believe, but we certainly perhaps should look a little closer to the man in the mirror when it comes to you and myself when we think about longevity. Is it up to us or is it up to them, whoever them is, whoever it is? Is it a, a technology and for me, I, I, I really got to say, I just want to live while I'm alive. I don't want to be living in some suspended animation and to be sick with some chronic disease. I just want to live while I'm alive. What about you? It's my I couldn't believe it. My cardiologist just had a heart attack. HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. You are ready to be taught the new way. My 
You listening to our HealthQuest radio broadcast is not a mistake, and for unexplainable reasons, you're here with us today. This is Dr. David Kolbaba. As a practicing conservative healthcare physician, I have but one hope for you today. My hope is for you to be able to picture yourself healthy and vibrant as you were meant to be by our Creator. I've dedicated my life to people just like you who are seeking a second chance at this thing called higher health and longevity. Making a connection with us here at HealthQuest is easier than you think. It could really be a life saver for you, a friend, or a loved one. Would you take the time right now to call our HealthQuest radio hotline? And when you call, you'll connect with a person who really cares about what you care about. It's a family sort of thing around here. 1-800-794-1855 will get you there. That's 1-800-794-1855. I look forward to looking back with you from a place that speaks of future hope and higher health. We're here. 1-800-794-1855. (laughs) It's no mistake that you're listening to our show today. Please call our HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Make this one phone call one of the most important phone calls you'll ever make for your sake. 
or a food source. And inadvertently, they learned how to grow plants that they could eat and gain sustenance from. When humans started shedding their nomadic ways, and instead they began farming, you know, cultivating crops and so, the populations boomed. But, the big but, believe it or not, life expectancy for these hunters and gatherers now turned farmers, their life expectancy dropped immensely, dramatically. The bottom fell out from under it. Now what? They were starving in search of food and water, and now they're farming. They've got ample sources of water, perhaps nutritious grains and such. Their life expectancy dropped massively. As soon as farming got involved in the human mix, life expectancy shot down, according to Daniel Lieberman. He's an evolutionary biology professor at Harvard University, and I'm quoting him when he says, very few people live to be very old once farming started. I'm going to repeat that. Very few people live to be very old in that day once they started farming. Now, think about that from our current perspective, because a lot of times in my conversations, I find myself saying, gee, I wish I could go back. Gee, I wish, you know, for the good old days. You know, getting back to maybe farming, you know, country living, back to our roots. You know, think about how that might help us immensely. I mean, most of us conversationally would be, you know, I got to get out of the city. I got to get out of the machinery, get out of the technology, get off the drugs, you know, get my body moving, get out in the country, you know, enjoy, you know, being closer to nature. You know, we would obviously presume that I've said it, especially when we find ourselves so soft, so sedentary. You know, there, there are people talking about, they can't even, they can't even do CPR. Mm-hmm. They, they don't even they don't even know how to do it right and we hear many times bystanders just drive by you get the gapers blocked to load up traffic so the ambulance can't get in but you think anybody would get out of their damn cars and go provide assistance no it's not true farmers stayed put They grew more food, creating larger human populations that lived in close quarters, often with what? Animals they domesticated. And then do you want to know what happened then? It spread infectious diseases, animals to humans. It still does. Remember the swine flu, the bird flu? When man started commiserating by domesticating their animals stayed put growing plants instead of hunting and gathering mad cow disease bubonic plague black death cat scratch fever tapeworm e coli hookworm lyme disease rabies ringworm salmonella ticks tuberculosis just to name a few all these came when man became more sedentary you'd say sedentary heck i want to get out on the farm so i can move my body but compared to the hunting and gathering even without machinery in the day, without technology, they were still left in the lurch. Their bodies were left in a lurch. On the other hand, the hunter-gatherers 
They found varied diets for themselves, discovering superior foods as compared to those early farmers and even higher quality to some of the food of today. I'm giving, again, I'm speaking to the thousands of years of subnormal amounts of food and water drove hungry, thirsty humanoids across the globe. That's how we migrated. Why would we migrate? I just want to live over there. That looks a little bit over there. No, we were going over there because we thought the food was there. And if the animals were migrating and we ate the animals, we followed them. We were driven to find water and food. Migrating in search of basic sustenance. That's the way it was. And just think about this. Until recent years, this is an awesome fact. This is good news. An awesome fact. Just think. Until recent years, mankind ate exclusively organic foods. Are you getting me? Organic grown foods. Now, maybe it wasn't intentional, but more due to a lack of, of any you know, factory processing. Just think, wow, all the food they ate, if it could be found, was organically grown. Isn't that amazing? So the difference between the stomped on processed foods of today, lacking everything our body truly needs to sustain and maintain a healthy lifestyle per se, without the movement, add sedentary living, press another electric button on something science made, and before you know it, you've got a life that you don't want to live because you're losing it one day at a time. Now, for me... (laughs) it's my life longevity is what it's all about but is it up to me or is it up to them is it ever too late well i'm going to tell you about a food that these hunters and gatherers found that are superior to almost every food that we have available to us today and maybe that accounts for why we assume that they only live to 30 at best when they were probably living as long as we are today but you got to get it, your life, up to us. I couldn't believe it. My cardiologist just had a heart attack. HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. You are ready to be taught the new way. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes. The number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. 
That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's xlear.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Vitamin D3. More than half of our new patients have poor vitamin D levels. 50% of the world's population is vitamin D deficient. And those of us who are vitamin D deficient tend to have high blood pressure. And those of us who have high blood pressure tend to be vitamin D deficient. Symptoms of deficiency includes fatigue, susceptibility to infection, sweats, anxiety, hair loss, depression, digestive issues, and those daily aches and pains. And that's why you gotta try our D-Best D3 with K today. Because we can test your current blood levels of vitamin D, then take our D-Best D3 with K for just 60 days and feel the difference. Here's the deal. Get your first vitamin D test and I'll pay for your second one. That's right, the second one on me, free. But you gotta make that call right now, as in today. 800 Get the best ever D3 supplement with our D-Best D3 with K. Some restrictions do apply. That's 800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. All right, glad to have you with us today. It is HealthQuest Radio on a Saturday with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. It's no mistake you're listening today. Here he is, the trailblazer himself, Dr. Kolbaba. Hey, doctor, what do you got for us? Well, the moment I decided to change my life is the moment my life began to change. You know, People change when they hurt enough to change, while others change when when they learn enough that inspires them to change. And as I've always thought, you know, <laughs> we, we always want to change. I'm I'm improving. I just started I started a diet yesterday. Temporary change. It, it, <laughs> I gotta say, it's not real change. Okay, as spastic as we all tend to be at times there were some unintentional healthy choices of eating for early man i began talking about it including fermented foods yeah i like my beer i'm not talking about beer i'm not talking about alcohol right now at this moment the lack of fresh food left early man with eating any potential food that they could discover, even if it was found to be decomposing. People would not be too picky when anything potentially edible was come upon. You, you would think, right? Hunting, gathering, scavenging. It's true. And it's certain that, that many fell ill eating this rotting food for all the obvious reasons, but, but unintentionally, the same decomposing foods were moving through a 
what we call a fer- fermentative process, ultimately acting as a protective force for these people's intestinal tracts. Although the fermentation process didn't preserve the lives of many, its fullest therapeutic capabilities remained unknown for, for many centuries. So they ate food because it was there to chew and swallow. But many of them benefited from, from the fermentative process. The advantages of eating fermented foods has only been discovered in recent decades and has been well studied. You know, your, your grandma's sauerkraut, Uncle Harry's pickled herring, um, Asia's uh, kimchi, and modern-day innovations like uh, kombucha, uh, the, the pickling process per se, yogurt, kefir, have finally found themselves in the proper place they always should have been. But i got a question. Could it be that in all of man's history that these fermented foods today in any iteration may be needed more than ever before because of our highly processed foods along with the over-farmed soil and now so depleted? And again, I just want to live while I'm alive. Interesting and hard to believe that those ancient farmers were actually more likely to suffer from malnutrition as compared to their wandering counterparts. Their skeletons showed evidence of various diseases that the, 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 the scavengers did not have. Studies show that they died on average at age 20. And that's where we get this, well, you we lived long ago, you did live long. But it wasn't so true for the hunters and gatherers. You see, eventually humans adjusted to farming and began surviving somewhat longer, but life expectancy remained in something of a slump for, for, for a thousand years or so. As one notable professor of evolutionary biology at Harvard put it, here's what he says. He says, quote, we didn't need cardiologists in the Paleolithic era. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? The fact still remains hard to believe. Life expectancy only increased significantly 100 years ago or so, and it appears to have, to have little to do with modern medicine. That's the fact of it. So if it isn't modern medicine that we've give um, you know we continue to give umbrage to my, I mean myself included thank God for triage care and all that but if it's not true then what is it as it turned out the most important factor was not the advent of medication as it was the, the discovery of sanitation as a daily practice You know, world-famous chemist and microbiologist known as the father of the germ theory, Louis Pasteur, whose famous quotations include, here it is, quote, the pathogen is nothing, the terrain is everything. What he was saying, it's not the germs we need to worry about, it's our inner terrain, it's what's going on inside of our body. And for our veteran listeners, if there's something that, that we harp on always here, It's you. It's your environment, that which is inside and that which we bring inside from the outside world. And tell you more about this book if you're interested. If what you've heard so far is interesting, you'll want to get the book. (laughs) Because it just makes sense. Maybe going back to go forward, (laughs) it may be be a good choice for you. We're going to take this short break. Be right back right after this.
You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. You are ready to be taught the new way. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. We put the power in probiotics. We were the first to emphasize the importance of postbiotic metabolites in creating and maintaining the biodiversity of flora in the gut microbiome for optimal digestion, gut brain, immune, and hormonal health. Multi-year fermentation is key in producing the postbiotic metabolites that are found in exceptional probiotics like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Healthy fruits and vegetables are fermented, resulting in over 500 postbiotic metabolites for optimum digestive and immune support. So don't rely on a simple claim that the product has 50 billion or more CFUs. That is not the hallmark of how to gauge a powerful probiotic. Instead, look for diversity. Look for fermentation. Look for postbiotics. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at fine health retailers everywhere and online. Go to healthquestradio.com. Interesting that uh, in the late 19th and uh, 20th centuries, people began to learn just how germs worked and started washing their hands, building sewers, boiling water for childbirth, and making sure their drinking water was clean. By the time antibiotic use became widespread after World War II, mortality rates had already plummeted. In 1870, the average person in Europe or America lived to their mid-30s, reaching 58 to 65 years of age by 1950. After sanitation, some say in science that antibiotics and vaccines serve to be the biggest health influence for improving life expectancy, fighting diseases that became so common as people began the, 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 the farming practice. Isn't it interesting? We would think, let's get back, get the farming. But co- compared to hunters and gatherers who went to farming, that's where the bottom dropped out. You know, I got to tell you about the book, uh, We've been alluding to a little bit during the show today. <clears throat> Talking about this right now. Um, it's really exciting because this book was written for the majority of Americans who I believe remain unsuccessful in their bid to get healthy. Having read, uh, you know, various self-help books hasn't done the trick for them either. They, they continue to search for the next miracle book to discover. Fact is, time, energy, and money are reported to be the three most significant roadblocks for self-help book success. Less than 3%. And it's not that people aren't necessarily, you know, giving up. I believe they just get frustrated and remain stuck, burdened by their their bad habits and and weak self-control. Today, longevity, is it up to me or is it up to them? You see, most of our, our thoughts of getting truly healthy might seem utterly impossible for this growing number of our population today. But what if the possibility, now this is so key now for you, but what if the possibility of getting healthy-er, er, was thrown into the mix? Healthy-er is getting to the next step, just one step up from where you find yourself today. And I believe it can be a great boost 
for future success leading to even more next steps, and so on, as in healthy er. <laughs> the main concept, concepts of the book are simply written, I did it to fall underneath the threshold of time, energy, money, remember? I don't want you to use time, energy, or money as an excuse. And that's why it was written well below the time, energy, and money limitations. Getting healthier can work flawlessly with absolute certainty for anyone, regardless of their current health status. My goal is to reach into the lives of everyday people just like you with simple-to-understand concepts that will bring significant health benefits to last you for a lifetime. It's simple. It's get healthier. And of course, the title of the book is The Caveman Way to Getting Healthier, a Neanderthal Guide for Regaining Health Naturally. Um, I, wish I, could, I wish I could tell you more about it, but I'm just going to tease it for one minute. I'm going to give you a one-minute read, okay? Up near Lake Superior, a fisherman reels in a Neanderthal encased in ice. Frozen alive, the Neanderthal thaws overnight as his rescuer sleeps. The fisherman wakes to a mammoth dilemma. How do I take care of this, this primitive human ancestor? Now, the Neanderthal has an even bigger dilemma. How does he make sense of this human descendant who doesn't even know about the simple basics of eating, moving, and resting? Which of the two of them is the real knuckle-dragging pea drain? <laughs> we think, which one is the pea brain? You, I, I think any one of us, myself included, could be... Uh, Asked to join that group, uh, you know, to a degree. Uh, the care instructions for your Neanderthal is a lighthearted exploration of 15 easy-to-do natural health improvements that can help jumpstart your healing process, fighting obesity to diabetes, cancer, addictions, and so much more. So, to pre-order that book, all we got, all we're doing now is the artwork on it, and then once that, we launch. Uh, the Caveman Way to Getting Healthier, a Neanderthal Guide for Regaining Health Naturally. Get your name on our pre-order list by calling our hotline, our Health Coast Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. I also wanted to make sure that I mentioned the special that we had last week uh, about male hormone. I, I just really am bothered by guys that just think they have some kind of performance issue and they go get testosterone. <laughs> Anyhow, I, 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 it's not enough to, manipu to manipulate your testosterone by, by getting those shots. I mean, did, did you ever stop to ask, why is my testosterone level so low anyway? Well, if you're a why guy like me, and I say why guy with uh, some humor. Oh, a wise guy. Yeah. Wise guy! Not a, no, a why guy. If you're a why guy like me, I've got something for you to think about. Hormone levels get skewed, not with age, not because of age. Hormones get skewed by poor lifestyle habits. Our male hormone test can help us find the why behind your male hormone challenges. So give us a call and get your male hormone test today. Pumping hormones into your bloodstream is not the answer, guys. Not without the many health risks that are associated with those. Don't need to list them here. You just don't need to. So stop tampering with your hormones, because if you don't, you'll probably live long enough to regret it. From one why guy to another why guy, let's get her done the right way, the only way taking more natural steps towards healthy hormone balance and performance. So pre-order your book by calling 800-794-1855. Get your male hormone test, guys. 
That same number, male hormone test, ask for it by name, no blood, just spit. 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Going to take a very short break. Be back with more. Give that number a call, would you? Okay. All right. HealthQuest Radio with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba, is the longest-running health and science show in Chicago. And there's a good reason for this. It is Dr. Kolbaba's driving passion and concern for people just like you. Dr. Kolbaba believes that it's choice, not chance, that can get you back to higher health and longevity. By the way, when was the last time you really felt healthy? Question. If you were given one last chance to achieve the highest level of health possible, regardless of your past, would you take it? Here at HealthQuest, we're all about second chances. So, if you've been victimized by the choices you've made in the past, make a new choice, a better choice today. Call our HealthQuest radio hotline to reserve your new patient strategy session with Dr. Kobaba. Imagine what it would be like to feel more vital, healthy, and strong. One last chance to set a new strategy in motion in your new patient strategy session. Call our HealthQuest radio hotline at 1-800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. Ourselves together, baby. We, yeah. Oh, we better try. Gotta get ourselves together, baby. We don't know what's about to happen. All I know is it's gonna happen. Yeah. So maybe longevity can be a fun thing. Yeah. How about that? Together. Because you know what? We live in a nation that pushes treating illness over preventing it. And, and, and living in a nation that pushes the treating illnesses over preventing it because we could do something about it with lifestyle modifications, but ah, forget it. It's easier to take the pills, either to get the shot, Either to get the procedure, live with the symptoms. I, I, I'm just well, no, because we'll have symptom abatement. Right. We'll give you another pharmaceutical, don't or you live know? With the sickness. And as one person quoted to have said, doctors can't cure many chronic diseases, but they can sure keep more and more of us from getting dead. That was me. Quote me. <laughs> <laughs> doctors cannot cure many chronic diseases you name it give me a disease that's been cured but they sure can keep more and more of us from getting dead but my question is that living is that living but think about the quality of life shouldn't it start in the womb with our babies having respect for the unborn and then they grow to fruition we feed our bodies good food You know, Louis Pasteur, getting back to him, he says, the more I study nature, the more I stand amazed at the work of the creator. Science brings men nearer to God. Louis Pasteur. He also said this too. He said, question your priorities often and make sure God always comes first. 
I just wish, I wish that was leading this country today instead of all the wild goose chases. And if you get yourself involved in a wild goose chase, it's probably because somebody is leading you astray. Maybe living at a lower strata of health, you're more open to those suggestions that may not be fruitful in the end. And some of those can cost us our lives, whether it's in little pieces along the way or through a surgery we don't survive. So I'd like to talk to you guys. Get your male hormone test done, would you? Let's start to balance the hormones. Let's start doing what science does not want to do right now. Let's figure it out and get you balanced and get those hormones back in balance. If you've got some weight to lose, it isn't about weight loss. It's getting healthy. Sure, it it includes lifestyle modifications and so, but it's it's now or never. I mean, because you're not going to live forever, as the song says. And for me, I just want to live while I'm alive. I want full function. I'm sure that's what you want. I, I mean, I am sure that's what you want. So give our HealthQuest Radio hotline a call, would you? 800-794-1855, 800-794-1855. And again, for those of you who are wanting to keep up on some of the side effects of the COVID shot, I've got an article uh, posted at our website. Press the red button on that. A doctor himself died within a short time of getting the shot. I, there's, there are these peculiar news bits that are coming out that that are unsettling, but I think we need to face up to them because our longevity is in the balance. Is it up to us? I think so, not them. 800-794-1855. Pre-order the book, if you could. Appreciate that. Uh, the Caveman Way to Get Healthy and You Guys, I got to tell you, get your male hormone done today. 800-794-1855. We'll see you next week. See you guys next week. Be blessed. Be blessed.